RTM Sports RTM Sports RTM Sports And good morning, everybody. This is Mike Buckkosh with RTF Sports Talk. Hope everybody's having a great Sunday morning. If you're not, sorry about your luck. But as always, I'm joined here today with Billy Hatton. Billy, how you doing today? I'm doing all right, man. My Seminoles finally got a, another win in the win column. Uh, excited about that. Oh, speaking of wins, how about Kentucky Wildcats beating down Mississippi State last night? Woo. Yes, yes. Woo. Very surprised. Very surprised. Not over here, man. Well, I have to admit, I did pick the, I did depict him to lose, but my man on Big Blue Breakdown, Chris Hill, man, he I I believe he predicted the score about right too. I believe he picked like twenty eight ten. It was twenty eight seven. So, nonetheless, nonetheless, Billy, it's NFL time. How you feeling today? Oh, I'm in a good mood. I'm ready to roll, man. Rock and roll. Well, speaking of good moods, I'm in a great mood because I get my Kansas City Chiefs today in this Louisville, Kentucky market, and I couldn't be more excited. So let's go and start start out with that pick today. Kansas City Chiefs home opener versus the San Francisco 49ers. Who do you got? Um, I got the Kansas City Chiefs on this one. I, I don't think there's any way that um, that uh, Garoppolo on that offense is um is going to be able to match the offense of the Kansas City Chiefs. I know the defense has been struggling a little bit, but um, Patrick Mahomes, man, on the season is just absolutely killing it. 38 of 55, 582 yards, 10 touchdowns through the first three games. Um, and against this San Francisco defense, I don't see how that changes. Um, you know, Sherman is not the corner that he once was, so uh, he's not as feared as he, as he used to be. Uh, and, and even if he was, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is that kind of quarterback uh, to be scared of uh, uh, of anybody. He's, he's he's proven to be a gunslinger. He's he's proven that he's going to make make the tough throws if it's the right throw. So um, I think the Kansas City Chiefs run away uh, with this game today. And uh, I'm going to kind of echo exactly what you said. Week number one, Patrick Mahomes scared me. I'm not going to lie. I picked my Kansas City Chiefs to lose which was a dumb mistake. Dumb mistake. Week number two, I was like, you know what? They're rolling into Steel, steel Town, going across country again, thinking, you know what? Patrick Patrick Mahomes, you know, Steel Steel City, Pittsburgh, and then all that tur- turmoil started to happen. You turned me around. I picked the Kansas City Chiefs, and I learned my lesson. I'm never picking against the Kansas City Chiefs again. Like unless they're it's a, like, like unless it's obvious, but like this one is an obvious pick to not pick the San Francisco 49ers. And the reason being sure. the reason being it's Patrick Mahomes. This this kid, he has an NFL record ten touchdowns in his first two games. Ten touchdowns. Wrap your head around that. Ten touchdowns. And And has not thrown an interception. Has not thrown an interception. 
and this offense has not even started to click yet. They are still kind of trying to figure out that, like, how to get Hunt involved, how to try to get Kelsey involved more. So once this offense starts rolling and starts clicking, uh, like, there's no slow slowing them down. The only slowing down that we that I possibly see is the defense with the injuries that always seem to be nagging them. Eric Berry seems to be hurt every other week. He's starting to be kind of of like the Sean Lee of the uh, of the Kansas City Chiefs almost. Uh, yes, uh, yes, Eric Berry has been a staple of this Kansas City defense for a long time. He beat cancer a couple years ago. But if Eric Berry can come back, I see the Kansas City Chiefs as a Super Bowl team as they stand right now. So 100%, I'm going Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying a blowout, but I'm saying the score is going to be fairly lopsided. First first home game of the year for Kansas City Chiefs. Arrowhead's going to be rocking. It's going to be loud. It's going to be noisy. Chiefs win big. I definitely agree. I mean, you know, and and to add Seven Watkins in there, I mean, you know, they have a ton tons of playmakers on that offensive side of the ball. I'm looking for them to roll again today. Well, let, let's just roll roll right on to our next pick. Uh, Carson Wentz is coming back from for the Eagles after that torn LCL and uh, ACL uh, from, I believe it was week 14 last season. And Andrew Luck is finally looking like the old Andrew Luck from a couple years ago. So, th- like I kind of made a thumbnail of this game, the battle of the broken boys type of thing. So, Eagles versus Colts. Who do you got and why? Um, I got the Colts winning this game, and um, I got this. I got the Colts winning because I think um, with with Nick with um, Carson Wentz coming back into the fold, like you say, he hasn't played you know in a long time. You know, uh, the team is kind of comfortable with Nick Foles, and even though they got beat last week, uh, they got beat, but a very good Bucks team, well, at least a Bucks team that's playing, you know, at a really, really high level right now. Um, but with Carson Wentz, I think the emotional factor is going to be there. Not to mention, this is not only is this his first game back, he's getting a home game in his first game back. I think, you know, um, you haven't played in, in so long, and, you know, you get hurt. You know, you always hear them talk about, oh, man, I contemplated what not. I can get back, and you know all this other stuff. I think those emotions overtake him in his very first game. Uh, Andrew Luck, like you say, has started to uh, gain his footing, but he is a turnover machine. You know he's always been that. But I think uh, I think Indian um, the Colts win this game today by a very very slim margin. And so I'm going to take your same exact points that you made against the Eagles, but I'm going to turn them into a positive. This is a positive that Carson Wentz is starting his first game back at home versus the Colts. Historically, the Colts do lead the series. I believe it's ten to eight, if 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 my facts serve me right. And the Eagles are undefeated versus the Colts at their new Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, the the like the last game they played was what four or five years ago. I believe it was week two of the season of the 2014 season is when they last played. Um, so this was before Andrew Luck was even in the NFL, if I if my facts are correct on that, or not my facts, but like my memory serves it correct. So with Carson Wentz being back this week at home 
versus a Colts team that's still kind of unproven. Yes, Andrew Andrew Luck is starting to shine of his old, well, like his old ways, but so is that line. That that line is still showing that they cannot protect him, and the defense is still a mediocre defense at best. So that's why I'm I'm picking the Eagles not by a slim margin, but ten to fourteen points. Yeah, you think it's going to be that? I just don't think with Carson Wentz, you know, I just don't think this has been his first game. I just don't see him coming in, clicking and gelling. You know, uh, not to mention, uh, you know, they they have some guys out. They're exposed. It's not going to it's not going to be planned today. Right. Um, also, uh, Alshon Jeffries is still hurt. He's not going to. They they got him listed as questionable, but I don't I don't see him playing today. Jason Peters, you know, they got him listed as questionable. Uh, you know, and Jason Peters is one of the best left tacklers in all of football. So I don't trust neither one of these teams because I also don't think that the Eagles are going to be as good as people say that they are going to be this year. And I don't trust the Colts, but I just think in this first game back, I think this is an opportunity for the Colts to to jump out early on some quick um, misconnections by Wentz and his receivers while he's just trying to get his foot back. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely going to be probably a hard game to watch, but I think the 10 to 14 point win on the Eagles side is not going to show how the like how close or how ugly the game actually was. There'll be a couple big plays, a fumble recovery, maybe a, a pick six to kind of stretch out that lead. Uh, but that's just my opinion, and I'm normally right. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's uh, let's move on to. Uh, kind of a, a a intriguing game, like I think. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals and the Carolina Panthers. Um, uh, Bengals are 2-0, and and the Panthers are, I believe, are 1-1, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they're 1-1. So, who do you got? Um, this one was kind of <laughs> hard for me to pick, honestly. Um, you know, I kind of went back and forth, especially being Carolina at home. You know, I normally take the home team when I don't when I'm kind of undecided on right. which team I really trust the most. But I think in this case right here, the Bengals are in a very rare spot or a very good spot, I should say, because you know the Browns are one and one and one, the Steelers are o two and one, you know, and the Ravens I believe is is one and one right now. Sounds so good. and they got and they have a pretty tough one today, uh, you know, themselves. So. For me, I think the Bengals know what they're going into right now, and I think the Bengals get it done. Uh, I like Andy Dalton and the boys, you know, to get this done. Him and AJ Green, they've been rolling. Uh, Joe Mixon, um, that offense has been looking every bit of good. And then, you know, I look at the Carolina Panthers, and they have a lot of a, a lot of uh, key guys out today. You know, uh, Curtis Samuel, one, one of uh, Cam Newton's. Uh, favorite target since Benjamin has been gone, and you know he doesn't have uh, Ted Ginn anymore. He's he's out for today, you know. Uh, so I'm looking at the offensive offense of the Carolina Panthers to struggle big time. Uh, Cam Newton did get it going last week, but it was a little bit too late. Uh, and I think that's what happens today. I think the Bengals jump out to an early lead, uh, and it and uh, the Panthers can't uh, can't come back from it. Looking for the Panthers to lose this game. And uh, just to kind of echo that Kelvin Benjamin trade that you are, are 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 referring to, ever since that trade, I think the Panthers have become a more 
well-rounded offense because they don't have that number one receiver to go to anymore type of thing. They That's are re- true. They are relying on the underneath passing and McCaffrey, or is that how you say his name? McCaffrey or McCaffrey? Yeah, yeah that tailback, um, and then and then Cam is just being Cam. But ever since the like the last sixteen games of Andy Dalton's career, he he has thirty one thirty one touchdowns to just nine interceptions, and Andy Dalton is looking like a possibly top tier quarterback as of late. And I think that trend today is going to continue in Carolina. You know, they're 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 on their best start in the in the and like my most recent thought. Like I I don't remember like how far it goes back, but they are seeking their first three and O start since I can remember. So I mean, it's been ten twelve years at like at least. So and then looking forward, like at their schedule, they have one of the easiest schedules. So they are looking to win this game, win it big, and jump out in in that weak division that they're in and kind of secure it early. So I'm picking Bengals, let's say, seven points. I I definitely – I think I I, I agree with that for sure. I think they keep it rolling because they know what's at stake. A 3-0, you know, start in that division, that's that's really big right now, you know, with everybody else kind of dealing with their problems in that division. Yeah, that 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 division is looking fairly ugly, to be honest with you. Uh, speaking yes, of most definitely. Speaking of a di- di- division that's not looking ugly, uh, I mean the Denver Broncos division, the AFC West is looking pretty strong, and the Broncos are playing the Ravens today. Who do you got? Um, <clears throat> simply put, I just got the Broncos. You know, I think the Broncos have been rolling. You know. Uh, Case Keenum hasn't really looked all that great, you know. Um, he got three touchdowns to four interceptions on the year, uh, and Joe Flacco been kind of middle of the road, you know. But I still doesn't, I still don't trust them. They are at home today, so you know anything can happen. They can get the win, you know. And that offense has looked a little bit better than what I than what I thought that they could look. Um, I don't think they'll look as bad as they did in the game, um, the first half of that Bengals game. Uh, last Thursday night, uh, but you know, um, I don't, I don't trust them, and I think that Broncos defense, led by Von Miller, I think is going to get some pressure on, onto Joe Flacco, cause him to make some early mistakes, and we know what Joe Flacco, he will throw it up there to somebody and get it picked off. That's that's Joe Flacco, and I'm looking for that to happen again today. I think the uh, the Broncos get their running game going like they got it going last week. Uh, I think Case Keenum be a little bit better against this Baltimore defense, who's not really all of that great. The corners are is a uh, they okay, so I think Case Keenum get it get it going today. Emmanuel Sanders score a couple a pair of touchdowns today. Uh, I think the Broncos win, uh, probably by um, I say six points. And I definitely hope Emmanuel Sanders gets a couple touchdowns just to help my fantasy team. Uh, he's been kind of struggling, <laughs> struggling the last few weeks here. But I'm going to definitely echo what you said. The only thing the Ravens have going for them today is the games at 1 o'clock on the East Coast in Baltimore. So yeah. in, in Colorado time, I, uh, what, I believe that's like 11 o'clock, maybe 10 o'clock. I'm not for sure quite where they fall in that time zone time frame. But let's say 11 o'clock. So I mean, I think Denver. I think Denver is. You say Denver? Yeah. 
I think Denver's one hour behind my time, so you know if that's a one o'clock kick, I think it's a twelve o'clock kick for them. Oh, 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 okay, okay, but it's it's still it's a fairly early kickoff. Whenever a Central or a West Coast team has to travel East Coast and they play that play that one o'clock game, history tells me that that team comes out a little sluggish, like a, like a little slow. So that's the only thing yeah. the Ravens have going for them today. Case Keenum, I believe, is ten and one in his last last 11 starts as as a starter like obviously um you, you know like his pass rating isn't that great i believe it's around the 80s 80 to 82 he's he trying a way to win range. yeah but case keenum you know he led the vikings to the championship game you know and i don't i i i, I just can't f- f- fathom why they would trade him for for, for kirk cousin still but that's a story for a different day maybe a tuesday but yeah. But I, I, but I'm just going to cut it short and tell you Broncos win. Uh, it's it's going to be a slugfest. So I'm I'm going to say three to four four point range. So let's say three points, simply because they're they're on the road playing a play on the on the East Coast. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree. I think I think the Broncos by slim margin. I just think that they are a better team right now than 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 the um than the Ravens. So I think they definitely get it done today. So quick, yes, no, and answer. they know, and they know what's at stake too. They they know what's at stake being two and zero right now. Yeah. So, like, I kind of want to ask you a question, on, like, la la la, like, la la la, like, on that. Who do you think is better in that AFC West division? Is it is it the Chiefs right now, or is, is it the 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 Broncos? Who needs to win more this like this, this week? Uh, who needs to win more? I think the Broncos need to win more this week. Who is the best team? I think the the Chiefs is the best team in that division. I think, you know, when you, you know, I said on this show a few a few weeks ago, I mean, or last week maybe, you know, they say defense win championships, but it does not matter if you can't score any points because right. you also have to score more points than the other teams. And I think being that the Broncos offense is a tad bit more limited, I think they have to make do of, of these opportunities when they can. You know, these so-called easy win or or these questionable games, I think these are the games they have to win. Whereas the Chiefs got an offense where they can get hot, you know, and they can go on a they can go on on the streak. So the Broncos need to win more this week, but I think the Chiefs is the best team in that division right now. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to possibly what has been the best team in recent history: the Patriots versus the Lions. The Patriots come in as a six and a half point favorite versus the Lions, who sit at zero and two. Uh, after the opening season, obviously, to the loss, and they lost to San Francisco 49ers on the road as well. So who do you got in this game, Sunday night game? Uh, I simply I – got, I got the Patriots. You know, uh, Bill Belichick uh, has a 3-1 and one record against his former assistants in their first game coaching against him. The only guy that's been able to beat him was Josh McDaniels back when he coached for the Denver Broncos. Uh, and he has 11-4 and four record total um out of all of those um uh playing out of all of his assistants with man genie winning three and then josh mcdaniel's got the one so uh i you know i don't think that i think the trend continues i think matt matt, matt patricia is a good defensive coach but i think he's no match for brady and i think his team is severely very very undermatched in this one uh, i do not like the lions uh even though they're at home i do not like the lions at all I think I got a trend going here. I don't think I've picked the home team at all this um, so, so far yet. But I think this trend continues. You know, uh, 
Bill Belichick with his assistants is almost how Nick Saban is with his assistant. You know how Nick yep. Saban is twelve and zero against his assistant. Bill Belichick is right there. You know, uh, like I say, outside of the Aaron McGinney three wins and you know Josh McDaniels one one, he's literally been killing the rest. Um, Bill O'Brien is zero and five against him, and so is Romeo Cannell. He's a over. So um, I think that trend continues today. I think Bill Belichick moves to four and one against his assistance and the first time coach against him, I don't see why anything would change today playing the uh, Detroit Lions. And I love all those stats that you dropped. That, that's exactly what I have wrote down here. I have the 11-4 and record against his former assistants, you know, Romeo Cannell, Eric Eric Mangini, Josh McDaniels, and mm-hmm. Bill and Bill O'Brien, and that and that uh, and that eleven and four mat, uh, record includes the playoffs, just like yeah. just, just as well. So, and um, the Lions head head like head like head like head coach spent six years as a defensive coordinator at New England. So these guys know each other very very well. I'm anticipating. The only the only reason why the Patriots might stumble just just a little bit maybe out of the gate is they're trying to get Josh Gordon into the game a little bit you know maybe hit him on a deep pass just to be like hey we have this big time receiver now we want to try to get him down the field once or twice just just until we revert back to the Patriots way to dink and dunk get that uh, Sony uh, what's his last name uh, who's running back? Oh Sony Michelle yeah. Try to get him into the game, even though he's you know he's kind of he's kind of been held in check the last two games. I and I anticipate them giving him the ball twenty to twenty four times, and he gets one hundred and three or four yards, and he and he scores twice, and just it's 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 going to get ugly quick. Sorry, Lions fans. Sorry, Chris Hill. It's <laughs> it's going to get ugly, and you're going to want to turn it off at halftime when it's time for time for bed. So. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I don't think it would be close today at all. Yeah, the only the only chance they have, Tom Brady goes down. Only chance they have. Definitely. So Monday night game, we have the Steelers versus the Bucks. The the surprising Buccaneers two and zero. Who do you got? Um. Uh... I think, you know, I said earlier, I don't think I had took the home team at all, but I think that was a lie. I took the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and I'm right back on that bandwagon right now, taking the home team. Uh, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Bucks on this. I mean, Fitzpatrick or Fix Magic, whatever they got going on down there, I think that works for them, you know, on the season. You know, 48 to 61, um, 819 yards, eight touchdowns, only one interception so far. I, Deshaun Jackson is looking like the Deshaun Jackson that we saw uh, back when he played for the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, he hasn't got the receptions over the three games that he would probably like. You know, uh, he's only averaging three catches per game. But, you know, the deep down the field stuff, it, you know, he's looking right on cue. He got at 275 yards with that, three touchdowns. Um, he, you know, I, I think the one thing I, I said on, on, um, on popular opinion that I think they leave six patches in there because one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to mess up that chemistry. And they have that chemistry right now going almost kind of like how the Dallas Cowboys was back when Tony Romo got hurt and that Prescott and, right. you know, Zeke Elliott was, was born. You just don't want to mess up that chemistry. I think right now the chemistry that Fitzpatrick has with his receivers, Mike Evans, the OJ Howard, you know, the uh, Deshaun Jackson. I think 
that that group is clicking and they're going to be energized at home and they're going to feast on a you know on a hurting uh Pittsburgh Steelers we already know all the the stuff that's been going on uh Levy is not there Antonio Brown missed Monday you know uh so uh who who knows what kind of handle Mike Tomlin have on, on that team uh and are these guys ready to go you know um they they say James Conner is this and that. I haven't really seen it outside of game number one, um, which was a game that was prime for him. It was raining. Big Ben was struggling. It's your first game in there. Uh, but last week he looked pretty mediocre to me. Uh, so Schuster has has been their one bright spot on the year. Uh, got 18 catches, 240 yards, but only one touchdown. He hasn't really gotten the end zone that much. I'm looking for the Pittsburgh Steelers to struggle again today. Uh, and Fitz Magic come out. Uh, I think Fitz or at least three touchdowns today. I don't see him getting 400 yards. But the way that defense for the Pittsburgh Steelers is set up, that 400 yards is very attainable, you know. But I I, I look at him getting about uh, uh, 330, about three touchdowns, one interception. I got the the Bucks winning by 10. All right, Billy. I'm going to try to bring out my inner Matthew Lyle here because we miss him so much. He'll, he'll probably be back on the show on Thursday when we go live at 1 p.m. on the East Coast. All right, ready? <clears throat> uh-huh. Billy, Ryan Fitzpatrick is an amusement park ride. He goes up and he goes down. Last two games, he's been up, 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 up. This game, he goes down, 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 down. <laughs> Ryan yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick has been playing out of his mind. I, I was trying to look at his stats, like you know, to to try to prep for the show, and his stats are so weird. There are games when he's throwing three hundred yards, five touchdowns, and then the next and then the next game he has sixteen yards, three picks. Then he's up to two hundred yards, two two touchdowns, and the next game he has one hundred and three yards, two picks. He he is an amusement park ride, and these last two games have been up, 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 and I think tonight he goes down, 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 down. It, it just, I think there's too much riding on, riding, riding on him to continue the way he, the way he's playing. There is a reason why he's bounced to what twelve teams in the NFL. Like, if you if you name a random team, he he's he's probably played on that team at some point. And just there's a reason for that. Is it's because he cannot maintain that stability of being a premier quarterback. The reason why he's at Tampa Bay playing well right now is because he can hold down the fort for four four games. Once that four games is up, Jameis Winston's going to come back because Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to play bad tonight. Steelers are going to win, and then game four he'll play his mediocre game. You know his like his 150 yard, maybe have a touchdown. Couple of interceptions, and then it's Jameis's team. So this is the beginning well, of the end of the Bucks. That's that's where I think you're wrong. You know, I think if you have any any you know room to say that, I think it I think it'll be next week when they play against the Bears defense. You know, that's a little bit better defense with Khalil Mack and uh, and the boys coming, Eddie Goldman. You know, uh, coming off that offensive line. I mean, that defensive line. I think that's the week that he could probably struggle with. And that I definitely agree with you I, that the Bears defense is better than the Steelers. I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't see that happening with the Steelers because what has the Steelers been been able to do to anybody? 
I mean, even Tyrod Taylor, he had a horrible game. He was 15 or 40 that game. But I think a lot of those throws was missed by Tyrod Taylor. You know, I think, I think you know, the problem is the quarterback just didn't make the defense pay for a lot of, a lot of things that, that they were doing, you know. And then even last week, what Patrick Mahomes was able to do, and I'm not saying Fitzpatrick is Mahomes, but what I'm saying is he has that same type gunslinger mentality, and the Steelers are known to let DBs get behind them. Uh, and Deshaun Jackson could have a really, really big day today. Uh, and then you cope with that with, with Mike Evans on, on, on the other side. Who who are they? Who do they have to stop these guys? And historically, you know, the Steelers are really, really bad against, you know, playing against tight ends who can run. They have that in O.J. Howard, who is that Travis Kelsey, Gronkowski type mix, you know, where he can run a 4-4. You know, Buddy's six six, so he can go up and, and get get the ball over your bigger cornerback. He's too, you know, he's too big for your safeties and all that. Too fast for your safeties or your linebacker. I think Fitzpatrick has a big, big day today against you know the the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, who's really not. We don't know how they're going to come to play today. You know, with all the stuff that's that's been going on. I said last week, distractions is is, is something bad. It's something crazy. And it can affect the whole entire team. I'm looking for that to continue this week. Okay, so let me provide a couple points for you here. Yes, OJ Howard is a. I'd say he's a above average tight end. He might be as athletic athletic as Travis Kelsey is. I mean, he's definitely not on his level, but he like athletic wise, he might be right there. But the Pittsburgh Steelers have only allowed ten receptions for 100, 123 yards and two touchdowns for the opposing tight ends. So if they target that tight end, he's you know, he he might get a couple yards, but they're only going to complete about 50% of those passes, maybe less. And as far as um your other point, uh, just the the Steelers have that inner torm have that inner turmoil happening but I think Antonio Brown has it locked in he has a great game Juju Smith uh, uh, Schuster has a big night as well Big Ben opens the field throws it all around and when you and, and when you're scoring 45 points the defense can give up 35 points and still win Steelers win uh, for their sake for their sake, I sure hope you're right for their sake. I just don't think that happens tonight. I mean, I, I don't think that happens on Monday night. And they're playing on the road, so you got distractions. And you're playing on the road. You haven't played really a good game all year. Uh, I thought last week when they played the Kansas City Chiefs, they got back in the game because Kansas City got up so big. And you see me tweet that out on Twitter. You're right. Uh, like, why are you playing prevent defense? I think that's how the Steelers got back in it. Uh, I don't see that happening tonight. And uh, you can follow oh, on, Monday, on Monday night. Yeah, and you can follow Billy on Twitter at Grand Hefe. Can you spell that for that? Spell that for them, Billy. Uh, G R A N X J E F E, all one word. And also, you guys can also give the unpopular opinion uh, Twitter page and Facebook page a follow and a like. That'd be greatly appreciated. Do it. They are all in the link and the in the description here. But Billy, like I kind of want to get off topic of game picks, like 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 a little bit, and address the Steeler uh-huh. Steeler Steeler issue. Say the Steelers get blown out 
on Monday night, which they won't because they're going to win. But let's say they do. They get blown out 17 to 20 points. Is Mike Tomlin gone after week three? Oh, no, no, I think he's still there. You know, uh, I think that the Rooney brothers have a lot of respect for um, Mike Tomlin or else he would be gone already. Uh, so I think they at least let him finish the season, but I don't think he's gone uh, if they lose this game. Do you think he writes a ship at all during the year? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, you know, I, I I said it once Le'Veon Bell said that he wasn't going to report that, you know, I think this team is going to go down. Uh, but just Big Ben and Antonio Brown, that's not going to be enough because what worked for them is having Le'Veon Bell being able – to not have people uh, double coverage and, and Antonio Brown out on the perimeter. Uh, now he has nobody to to, to, to stop them from from, from doubling him because James Conner is not the guy that people, you know, think that he was going to be or the Steelers thought he was going to be. Maybe they were just mad at Le'Veon and they and they were just saying anything. But uh, with, with Le'Veon not being there, you know, that hurts that offense big time. Not to mention, I mean, his 300-plus carries that he get, this guy also catches 70 passes a year. You know, that's crazy for a running back. Seventy, He caught 75 passes last year. That's a lot of passes for a running back. Sometimes they split him out wide. You know, they, they get in different formations. So I think Le'Veon not being there, I don't think I don't think the Steelers make the playoffs this year. And uh, thanks to Le'Veon, my fantasy team probably won't make the playoffs either. Um I definitely drafted him <laughs> first overall. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's definitely my. I had a chance to do him, but <laughs> no, I thought about it. Yeah, my 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 heart slowly breaks every day that he's he's not there because I'm missing my 27, 28 points when I'm getting beat, you know, by five or six points because he's not there. But for sure, man. <laughs> but as always, guys, thanks for joining us on RTF Sports Talk. We are going to have some slight changes. There is a new channel in the description if you're listening to us on YouTube. It's a strictly a RTF Sports Talk page. We'll be there live every Tuesday and Thursday at 1 p.m. Starting next Thursday, which is the 28th, I do believe. The 27th, I'm sorry. Yeah, so September 27th, we'll start going on at live at 1 p.m. on that new channel. So make sure you click and subscribe and hit that bell icon on that link. But on this particular video, if you could, like, comment, and subscribe. Also, share that as much as you can. Uh, tweet at uh, Mr. Grand Hefe on the Twitter machine during games T today i mean he's pretty active on like like on there if you want to have a little friendly conversation feel free but as always thanks for joining us and uh go give unpopular opinion a like comment and follow as well on any podcast google That's podcast itowns uh apple music etc any last words billy uh uh yes uh just on that uh if you guys be looking for the unpopular opinion uh podcast on itunes there is a new link. Uh, you know, uh, the old link only works on Tuesdays and Thursdays whenever I have special guests. There is a new link. Uh, if you guys go follow the Unpopular Opinion uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook page or the Twitter page, um, I normally post that new link uh, on there. And Tuesdays and Thursdays, you, you, you go live, right? Yes, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I go live. Uh, also, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Spreaker, I go live, but I normally tweet out the link and I put the link on Facebook on the Unpopular Opinion Facebook page. I go live on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays at 10 a.m. Um, Mountain Standard Time, 12 noon 
on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I, I just work with my guests. So whatever time they're free, I just normally tweet it out and let people know, like, hey, this is the time I'm going to go live. So that's why you guys need to follow that Facebook page, follow his Twitter. And if you just subscribe to the podcast, you'll get notifications every time something comes up. Exactly. So do it. Give it a ranking, five stars. If And if it's not five stars, definitely tell him why it's not five stars so we can always improve every show that we're a part of. But as always, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, like I said, we'll see you on Tuesday at 9.45 a.m. on this channel. But starting next Thursday, it's 1 p.m. on the new channel. Link is in the description. Thanks for watching. Go Chiefs!